Welcome to another episode of Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is I.K. Grande, and if you've watched gay porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped to get off. Uh, so today I have a very, very special guest. Uh, he's been a coworker and a friend for a long time. Um, I think we started working together in what, 2013, 2014? Yeah, I would think so. That's got probably about right. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, one of the, one of the, the best models I've ever worked with. Uh, it gives oh. you a, such a great performance. Uh, so he's a international porn star, content producer, uh, also now a YouTube star, right? Because you have your own page. Yeah, that's you're doing some stuff. In. Just started that a few months ago. Yeah. So just for the tarot readings. Now. Yeah. So um, please help me welcome uh, Adam Russo. Or Adam Keith, which we will go into as well. How have you been? Oh my God, it's it's been it's been a roller coaster, really. It's mm-hmm. been the past three years have been kind of up and down with thing, all kinds of things happening, some major life shifting stuff, and other things have been really great. And it's I think the most important thing, really, for me, is my new spirituality and going through mm-hmm. that. I think that was the most that was the biggest breakthrough. Um, and also going and discovering my acting ability as well, going to these acting, uh, acting classes, going, uh, doing shorts, getting callbacks, doing all of this, um, just another beautiful craft to do. And the funny thing is when I went into porn, mm-hmm. I wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to be an actor. That was never even on my radar. Mm-hmm. And it was just that people said, Oh, you're a good actor because I did a lot of stuff for, you know, icon mail, mm-hmm. which is all yeah, more, that's right. you know, a little more dialogue driven and stories. And I'm like, you know, because I, I've had friends who were actors and everything else. So you pick up a little bit of something and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, and someone's like, um, you know, I want you to do a series. It was a vampire, witch series. And they were really trying to, and it didn't have anything to do with porn. It was just that they were doing the series and they want me to be part of it. And I said, well, if I'm going to do this, then I'm going to take some acting classes. Mm-hmm. And that's when the acting classes started coming in. And that's when my life shifted again. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and it's been interesting because, um, you know, I've been kind of pulling myself out of the porn uh, for the past, I, know, I guess, a couple of years now, mm-hmm. because I've been trying to go more into the mainstream, which has been happening slowly. Yeah, last time because yeah. last time we did anything was 2017, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, in New yeah. York. Um, were you, you were still in New York at the time, right? Um, I was never living in New York. I was always living in Los Angeles. Oh, why? Why do I think you were in New York? I, I visited so much. Okay, all right. That's I was there right. a lot. Yeah, it was your second home. Okay. Um, so, so you've always lived in LA and the acting bug came after, after porn. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, I've, I have lived in New York, but not when you and I were together. Okay. Not when you and I met and I've lived kind of all over the place. I Mm -hmm. mean, like Philadelphia, New York, Miami, Tucson, Kansas city, San Mm -hmm. Francisco, and now LA. And I've been in LA for a good, um, I guess 10 years. Do you like it? I love LA. I really miss it. I I didn't realize how much I missed it until I came back, uh, this time. It's just, it's such a great place. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, I did love New York when I was there and, that, and it, I thought I would never leave New York. Mm-hmm. And then nine eleven happened and that kind of shifted things. But, you know, and I still go back obviously to New York quite a bit, but I don't, I have no desire to live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I, out here. I'm outside. Of, I'm, I'm, I'm in New Jersey. I'm based out of New Jersey. I, oh, okay. I, I commute into the city for, uh, mm-hmm. for work. And, um, I got to tell you, I wish I didn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I think I've gotten my fill of New York. Right. Um, so that's why coming here is one of those things mm-hmm. where I'm like, wow, man, these people kind of have it right. Like they know mm-hmm. it's you, you people make money here, but it's also their way of life is a little different. I think yeah. like it's a little more like they get it. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, yeah. about New York is like, 
if you're young and you're am, you want to be ambitious, which I mm-hmm. was at the time, is like you want to move to New York because you're not like trying to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you do, if you're successful, like really successful, I mean really successful, mm, that, uh, because you have to have a lot of money. In New yes, York. you do. <laughs> and or you're you know wealthy and you move to New York. That's that's it. It's like that middle ground, of, you know, like a little bit a bit older mm-hmm. and just not. I mean, you're. You're doing well, just but you're not, yeah. you're not doing New York standards. New York standards is completely a different thing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just, you need to be making buku bucks yeah. to really have a nice lifestyle. Yeah. I was it's funny. You say that I was just talking about that with my partner, how, um, we were driving, we usually fly out of EWR, uh, Newark and we drove out, uh, we flew out of JFK and we were, um, we were driving there and these huge apartment buildings all over the place. It's just, you know, I don't want, it's, it's just so many people on top of one another. Right. And do you remember Saxon West, uh, yeah, porn star? Yeah. He once told me, he, he moved to San Diego for a little while and right. he, after living in New York for such a long time. And he was like, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, you know, the people that live in New York don't really live in New York. They suck, like they have houses there mm-hmm. and they, they kind of just go there for vacation, if anything, because they have right. the money to do that. But people that live in New York, you're either bust in and you work or you're living in like small apartments yeah. and stuff. And I, and I don't, Lots it's not a judgment or anything, but yeah, yeah, that's, and it's for some people, but it's just not for me. Like it's not the draw of the city is mm-hmm. not that big. That would make me want to live in the size of a bathroom apartment. And you know, wall to wall bed, uh, yeah. because because that's what it is I in mean, a lot that, of locations. That's the time. It's like when you're when you're younger and you like you're really ambitious and th- you know. And if it doesn't if it doesn't work in that capacity, especially in a lot of the arts, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, you're there going to be an actor or whatnot, or it, very hard field to be. Yeah. In. And yeah. then you're like closed in this, these little tiny boxes, and that's why people spend all their time outside, right? Mm-hmm. Because nobody wants to go home, really. Yeah, yeah. you go there to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now. Um, Jumping back in just for a second, let's dip our toes right back into the porn industry because um, because people probably want to know where you've been. I know that you've you've <clears> had so um, you've had a uh, just for fans page, just or for fans, only fans. Uh, and only fans. Well, the okay. weird thing is, um, my partner had actually it was his idea to do the just for fans, mm-hmm. and I was um, I was a little hesitant because again I was kind of moving away from that direction, and then it kind of dawned on me that I can just do it anyway. Like who really cares? Mm-hmm. And I tr- it, OnlyFans was the only one that was up at the time. And on OnlyFans, I could not get my OnlyFans to work. Contacted them. Oh, we'll get back to you. Another week about, go by. Contact them again. Another week. And I was like frustrated. At that time, Just for Fans came out. Mm-hmm. So I went with that, built the content on there. And then Jake uh, went to OnlyFans mm-hmm. and built one. So we had both. So the content's the same. It's just the names are different. Okay. Um, so that was, you know, when I first started, of course, my, because I have a bigger name, it's mine started to growing faster. And mm-hmm. I also think Just for Fans is a better platform. It just, it's a little bit easier, I think, to navigate mm-hmm. for at least mm-hmm. the, for me to upload and things like that. Um, and so, you know, to, to promote it and it was fun. I mean, we get really got into it and gotten doing it, into it and it's, it's been very profitable. And, um, I like doing it because we don't do dialogue. Mm-hmm. We, we fuck or get fucked by who we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have a wide variety of people. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, black, we have like one, one Asian. Yeah. It's so, so hard to find Asian. And yeah, it's actually hard to find black guys in LA who will film on, 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 you know, with their faces mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do bears, we do hairy, we do smooth, um, all age ranges mm-hmm. because that's our, kind of where our tastes lie. Yeah. And the funny, and it's, you bring this up and I've said this for a minute 
because I was always in the trenches mm-hmm. with all the models. And when I would go, when I'd go to the company that I used to work for, um, I would say, you know, like, we have this model. Let's use them. Oh, well, we've used them enough. So studios, studios are bent out of shape because of Just for Fans and OnlyFans, but this was so ready to happen because mm. they were basically the um, expiration or they, they provided the expiration date for the models. Yeah. Yet the models still had fans. Yeah. So they, this they weren't, was, yeah. The fans weren't done with the models. Exactly. It was a perfect <laughs> storm brewing. So if anybody invited this, it was the studio's. Yeah. Um, so, you know, everybody just has to learn how to work together with, yeah. uh, with the one. But the, another thing is, is you do, you work with whoever you'd like to work. You get to pick, you know, it's not, it doesn't have to be this chiseled eight pack ab, 25 yeah, year old. It's a little bit of everything. And that's, you know, that's another reason why Xtube and Pornhub mm-hmm. and all that stuff was very, um, very popular is because you can see yourself kind of having sex in yeah. these people and in those it's situations. Like, like not, you know, I love, don't get me wrong. I love a beautiful boy and, mm-hmm. it, but it's sometimes those beautiful boys are not exactly always the best sex. Either. Mm. Seems rather, rather vacuous they sometimes. Look pretty, doesn't it? But, you know, they're not that, they're not that uh, much fun. I, the, the most important thing for, uh, for us, especially after having sex is really the connection. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yes, we, you, we, you do see, you know, Dick and Rain a whole whatnot, mm-hmm. but it's really, I want to focus a little bit more on their expressions. Like mm-hmm. I want to see when a bottom is getting fucked, I want to see, the expressions on its face mm-hmm. i want to see what's going on i want to see more of it and also when we film you know we keep the camera moving mm-hmm. because your eyes moving especially with with today uh everybody's on their youtube and their phones and everyone's watching clips and mm-hmm. everything so everything is very short tension span so if you just have a stagnant camera it, their, their attention work. goes yeah. way out the door yeah so you need to keep the, the eye engaged yeah. the entire time i have i have an issue now i'm working with treasure island I, I work with max who max was you know while i was at dark alley max was mm. like my main competition you know so now i'm working <laughs> with him so it's interesting you know our our um our vibes are very similar but also there's just certain ways that we do things differently right. and uh, my editing style is very boom, 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 because yeah. it's like MTV generation editing. You know, yeah. you kind of know that uh, it's not only the people that you're editing for, which is for me, I always think of a younger generation for some reason, mm-hmm. but also I grew up watching MTV. So I need, you know, right. boom, boom. There's certain yeah. buttons that you have to hit. Yeah. It's that very, very sort of musical video. Yes, kind of exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we, we butt heads with certain things like that, but also I think, you know, another thing that's going to be really big is, uh, I, I didn't understand just for fans or only fans because I'm used to like 15 to 25 minute scenes. But now I, I, when I would go on, I'd, I'd find certain models and I'd look at them and I'd be like, I'm curious to see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then some of them have like four or five minute scenes and yeah. I'm like, huh. or they're just jerking off and that's it. Yeah. Like, and some of them yeah. just, you know, they do that yeah. dick whip, the dick shake and all that. And then they, they stop their video and that's their video of the day. And, and sometimes that's, that's enough. I'm like, and that's the thing. Some people do that. They do a day, you know, daily video mm-hmm. or they'll do every few days and they'll do something similar to that. We post every fifth day, okay. but the way we do it is, and then we just, we get the, whoever we're filming with and we just go at it. Once mm-hmm. we set up the cameras or whatever, doing, we just have fun. Mm-hmm. And when, however long the scene runs, it runs mm-hmm. like we do like to kind of figure out, how, you know, at least getting hopefully 15 minutes yeah. down. Yeah. And then if the, if it's going over 30, I cut it, I split it in two. And yeah. sometimes we're like 50 minutes. Yeah. That means so you're you having have, a good fun time. Yeah. You have like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Like, so you have like 25 minutes and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean like the, the smaller scenes are not as much fun, but it's just, you know, maybe it's, you know, people get more excited and it's, yeah. you know, people come. So it's, it's just all very natural in that way. 
you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, huh, it's so much more. It's so, much more. so you're, you're a producer now. You're your own producer. Yeah. How, how is that different <laughs> from being a, just a model? Well, the funny thing is I had actually started uh, trying to produce years ago mm-hmm. um, when I was still modeling. And okay. this is before just friends, only fans and that. Mm-hmm. And you needed somebody who could really work the back end mm-hmm. of this because it's all about the back. I really wish I had known before that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I think nuts. It's a whole job unto yeah. itself. So you try to pair yourself with somebody who knows all that because I didn't want to be sitting in front of a computer all day. Yeah. I, I absolutely wish we had this conversation a couple of years ago. Oh my God. It, I, I didn't know that you were, you were thinking of that. Oh, I, I did yeah. it. I tried to do it. It was like, I just didn't succeed because it was, I could never find anyone to do, mm-hmm. really do the back end. Mm-hmm. And we had filmed content um, for it. And that time it was, it was condom at the time because it was mm-hmm. kind of like switching over. But um, it just it never took off in that way. Mm-hmm. If it just for fans, only fans had been there, I would have used it a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So I know I know how that is. So I was already starting to produce then, and then I just stopped. I was like, okay, it's not working. Mm-hmm. And so I just delved into just being just filming with everybody yeah, and yeah. traveling and traveling mm-hmm. the world. And then I was like, hey, I'm going to be in London. You know, and tr- film with Treasure Island. Yeah, was there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be in New York. Do you have you know, do you have any opens? I'm going to be here because it would also save them usually the flight costs. And yes. Else. Yeah. So, and for me, I would go and do my other things there mm-hmm. as well. And um, so it was just I was using also the filming as a promotional tool for mm-hmm. my you know personal um, yeah you know one on one. Yeah. No. It's it's it definitely helps. I mean, even with that, and mm-hmm. even with escorting, I would always you know we would have models come in and. They would, our scene rates, I think are fair for the mm. amount of time that we have people in a studio. Yes. And yes. sometimes we would get people that would, you know, oh, that's, I'm not doing that for that. And I'm like, listen, you're going to be here for an hour and a half tops. <laughs> you're, you're an escort. So the minute the scene comes up, if you've never done it before, you're going to get more attention. So it's, it's kind of like you're helping each other out here. Um, you know, it's like California studios, they keep you in for two days and stuff. Mm-hmm. They fly you out. They have more money. Good for them. But you know, it's, but it's, you're really working for your, your time. I mean, you have, yeah. it's a lot of time. Yes. And into, if you, if you balance it out per hour, it's, it's much less. Per yeah. Hour. Yeah. It really is. As opposed you to walking you're getting in. so much more money. You're yeah. Really no, it's, it sounds very, it's, 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 yeah. you know, a lot of the studios here have prestigious names. They've mm-hmm. been around for a minute. But yeah, you are you are working yeah. harder. I mean, there there are some studios I saw occasionally. Someone calls me here in LA, and it's easy, mm-hmm. and you know they, they they do well. But it's not like you know sometimes it's a three to four hour shoot, and mm-hmm. that to me for what they're paying is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are times I'm like, okay, and I always ask usually, you know, like what, you know, is it going to be stills? Mm-hmm. Is this and that? Because I know yeah. the timing. I know how like am I going to be doing this? What else do we need to do? You mm-hmm. know, the whole thing. Um, you know, the testing procedures for mm-hmm. some of these studios. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you're getting tested a couple weeks in advance, but you could have gotten something before that. So mm-hmm. it's like, I yeah, get they're trying yeah. to help avoid that. Mm-hmm. I get it. But it's still, you have so many people that are so sexually active. I mean, you're, the models are sexually active mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can regulate to a certain amount. To a certain to a point, amount. but it's not going to yeah. be the end all be all. <laughs> And um, thankfully with prep now on, and that's great. Yeah. So I don't think too many people are really worried about HIV, but um, because most people are on prep, it, I did come across on a performer, I'm not naming names, who was doing bareback and mm-hmm. he was getting tested. They were doing the whole testing thing, but he was not on prep. And the other, and I said, and he was, he was okay with the supposed negative guys mm-hmm. that were tested as opposed to having someone that was undetectable. And I was like, boo. I said, that's really dangerous because mm-hmm. the ones that are undetectable are like using a condom. I said, with these boys that just got tested, you don't know if 
after his test that he mm-hmm. just got positive. Mm-hmm. And that's usually when the viral load is really high. Yeah. So, you know, get yourself on prep or, you know, know who you're, who you're fucking yeah. with. Yeah. So. I had, I would always have models that were very comfortable working with, uh, models who were positive, but mm-hmm. undetectable because of the fact that they were on meds and they knew exactly, yeah. you know, what the viral count was and, you know, it was not, virtually yeah. impossible to catch. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting because now studios, like, I think every single studio at this point is doing bareback porn. Think, when, yeah, yeah, when we knew, like, I think a lot of people knew, uh, you know, the science wasn't perfect at the time, but mm-hmm. everybody knew that undetectable meant, you know, yeah. the transmission rate was probably impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, money talks. <laughs> it, it does. It does. And, you know, there's still like some studios that were still, are still, kind of holding the negative guys and the, the undetectable guys separate, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. But they're trying to blend them in now. But I'm like, he's like, well, you know, when we filmed in that, it, you know, with many studios, like the, the smaller studios, like mm-hmm. the ones that, you know, you're kind of in and out. Yeah. There was never that issue. Like we all knew we were getting to, you already, like it was going for a hookup. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah. Yeah. You got to be okay with that. You got to be okay. You're playing the sandbox. Mm-hmm. You got to take care of your, your own precautions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be a grown up about it and know where you are, are with that, what you're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the most important thing is really, you know, personal, you know, standing. Yeah. Personal care. Personal care yeah. is the most important thing. So know? now, um, you've worked with, uh, almost every studio, right? At this point. Pretty much. I, the funny thing, <laughs> funny thing is that minute, minute, uh, minute play mm-hmm. and Raging Stallion both hit me up recently and I've never worked with them and I wanted to at that time I both I turned both of them down <laughs> it was just too much of a thing I'm not trying to be Adam Russo anymore mm-hmm. it was like oh we need to fly you here we need to get tested and we need mm-hmm. this and that and I'm like you're like oh brother I'm over this exhausting, yeah exhausting. so so now okay so we are before we go into Adam Keith mm-hmm. I want to ask you a couple questions what was your like off the top of your head immediate best uh, experience in porn? <laughs> I know there's been a lot, but I'm trying, you know, one that you're like, wow, like you, you took a moment and you were like, I can't believe this is my job. I can't believe I'm having so much fun and I can't believe uh, I'm getting paid for this. You, okay. You, you gotta give me a second here. Yeah. Like, no worries. <laughs> while you do, I will tell, uh, by the way, fuck is one of my favorite words. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, while you do, I will tell the audience that you are by far, when it came to showing how much pleasure you were having, <laughs> one of the best models that I've ever worked with because you just get every single, like, you know, I, I always knew when, whenever a model, and I'm thinking in particular the Tex Davidson scene that you did, and I just spoke to him. I love Tex Davidson. Yeah. Uh, we did that scene in California. Actually, in I think, you know, when you think about it, and I, I do see that scene pop up a lot. Yeah. It is actually one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, that really was, is, that was fun. Say. That moment, I think in the beginning, I put that first penetration moment, and you throw your head back and your eyes roll. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, this is exactly what I know. What, like I have to zoom out. A lot of people will zoom in to get the penetration shot. Right. No, man, you got to zoom out and get the get response yeah. because you know the dick's going yeah. in the hole. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can tell when someone's having a good time and when someone's coming in just to get paid. Yeah. And at that point, okay, get the close up and you know get the full penetration. But Texas, <laughs> Texas is a really sexy man. Yeah, and a yeah beautiful yeah. dick. And I was like, and, and unfortunately now you know. Now we're doing just Frank. He's in, of course, unfortunately in Texas now, mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. a little bit further away. But we still, we still, you know, talk to each other yeah. on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah. And he's, he's really sweet. Yeah. But 
That was that was really a, a really wonderful, wonderful scene. Um, you know, I'd done a lot, of course, a lot of scenes with Cutler at the time that we were dating, mm-hmm. and I loved those scenes as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I love a big black dick up my ass. So I can't. <laughs> um, so, but the, I think the, the most important thing is that the, the best thing about all this is that I was traveling the world, getting paid for sex, mm-hmm. and just friggin' enjoying myself. Like, yeah, just the whole scenario of mm-hmm. it. You know, bringing home the money, making sure the bills are paid, going to going to different cities, different countries, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. So much fun. What's the, um, the best advice you can give, uh, newer models coming in to the industry? Like something that you've learned or that you can pass on and say, you know, you know, I, I think, uh, because I have been doing this while I get a lot of guys saying, Oh, well, you know, can I be a model or, you know, and then if you, they're sending me a photo without their head. <laughs> Yeah, that's always fun, right? And like, first of all, so you got to be really comfortable with yourself, with showing your face, knowing what you're doing. I say that that's the first thing. Second of all, this is this is an industry, and it's a job, and yes, it can be a lots of fun, but it is a very different thing than you hooking up with some guy in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I always mention that I'm just like, and what what are you trying to get out of this? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be something where you make money? Is this just something you're doing to say so you're a porn star? Like, and I love it people do like two scenes or like a porn star, mm-hmm. like yeah. Okay, I don't even call myself a porn star. I hate that. I hate that the name. But you've um, earned it, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've been in the industry long yes. enough that I can say, okay, yeah, I guess I am a porn star. Yeah. But it's like, um, yeah, it, 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 like, what are you going? In? What's 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 the dynamic for mm-hmm. you? So these are things more things to remember because when you're out there in the public, especially nowadays, you can't retract your image. It's just it, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Once it's out there, it's out there. So you got to be completely and utterly okay with that as well. Because you're not going to be able to say to a studio, can you take that down? Even the studio does take that down. That image, that video has oh, yeah. been copied somewhere Someone's else. downloaded it. Someone's put it up. Someone's, yeah, yeah it's forever. It's, it's forever. It's <laughs> out there. Yeah. It's not going, it's not going to hide, mm-hmm. you know? So you got to, you really, really got to remember that. And I think those are the most important things. If you're going to do, if you're going to be in, you know, again, in front of the camera, know that it's also performance. Mm-hmm. If you're going like silent, there's quite nothing. Or you're just like, hmm, hmm. Honey, that doesn't play for the camera. Yeah. Might be fun in the bedroom yeah. with your lover or whatever, but nobody can hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> play it <laughs> up. <laughs> you know, you need to, you need to realize that you're still performing mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So there's this, there's this balance of like being able to enjoy yourself and to know that you're still performing. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the key. And any, any of the really good guys that are out there have been long for the longevity. They either have something about them, like the, the particular physique and that, but even physique physiques and big dicks aren't enough. Mm-hmm. Those, are the ones that are successful bring something to the table. They're there performing. Mm-hmm. They're having a good time. They're making you want to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And that's, that's the difference. So you gotta, you gotta ask yourself that, you know, let's talk a little bit about, um, Adam Keith and, uh, the development of Adam Keith. Adam Keith is different from the YouTube page, or is it? Adam Keith is different, separate from YouTube. Uh, okay. YouTube page because, uh, well, I mean, it's still the same name now. But um, I became Adam Keith because I was going. I'm going into the mainstream acting world, mm-hmm. and I'm not denying that I've been Adam Russo. It's just that I don't want people googling my name and suddenly all of my porn comes in. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get you to look at my acting. Mm-hmm. Not my dick. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a difference there. That's why, you know, I changed it. And so going in with a, you know, a new name, I have actually three Facebook pages. One <laughs> like, for my birth name, yeah. one for my, my Adam Russo, and one for Adam Keith. 
And um, so I was using that for, you know, again, for my acting, for when mm -hmm. I go to auditions, when I go to act class. And that's actually the name I'm using all the time now. And I kept both names, you know, the same name so that it wouldn't get confusing. Mm -hmm. You know, suddenly call me Adam and I'm, now I'm calling myself Steve. It's not going to work. Yeah. You know? so, um, so people, there's, you know, people can understand that. So that made it easier uh, moving into that. So the, I was actually going to acting classes, doing shorts and all that. And that's still progressing and it's progressing nicely. I mean, I mm -hmm. really feel very confident about it this time. And my acting is so much, I mean, it's improved. Like just, I love, I love what I'm doing. I mm -hmm. really love it. Um, and that's the thing is too, you have to really have a passion for whatever you're doing, whether mm -hmm. you're going to be fucking or going to be acting yeah, or painting yeah. or doing accounting for that much matter. Um, and then I just decided over the time, uh, when my partner had broken up with me the first time, um, that's another story. Um, I went through a whole spiritual thing. It was, I, I everything broke down. Mm -hmm. like I went through a dark night of the soul. I mean, seriously, I was, I was not eating. I was not sleeping. I would sleep for three, about three hours a night and wake up. I was a living zombie and it was the breakup. It was, it was so much. And I was, and don't get me wrong. This wasn't the drug thing. I don't do drugs. Mm -hmm. thing. This was just all very emotional getting through a hell of a lot mm -hmm. and it was months and we were separated for eight months and trying to get him back and everything else. And he was going through his own shit. And, um, I eventually turned, like I was really working on myself spiritually and, um, my tarot reader, my psychic is the one that helped me through all this. He was my, my therapist, basically mm -hmm. like literally my therapist. If without him, I don't know what, what I would have done. And I would say about 95, 98% of the stuff that he said came true stuff that I didn't like, no, that's never going to happen. Came true. Mm -hmm. Like he, he predicted, I was like, so I use him all the time. But now, so in that course of that time, I was also re listening to a lot of other readers because it was like therapy to me. It was like, to relax and yeah. rejuvenate and say everything's going to be okay. So I was watching a lot of different readers and I was learning to pick up the cards. Now I, when I, I had tarot readings many times throughout my life and I've always been, I loved it. So I was working, you know, working this, and, and when I had the tarot readers before tarot readers would tell me that you can read your, you know, read, you can read these cards. Mm -hmm. So I already had this sort of gift anyway, and I'm actually writing a book as well. It has, it's about, sort of a fictional bio autobiography actually. So it has, it's about good and evil okay. because I've had a lot of experiences through my life, some very bizarre experiences. And, um, so after watching all these, the tarot readers, I was starting to pick up the cards and how to read them. And then I finally bought myself a deck and I didn't really kind of use it. I was just kind of there. Hmm. And finally I decided to, to do a couple of readings and then it was just right. Something told me that it was time to start reading and I decided to do the YouTube channel and it's been about four months now, uh, or maybe four or five months now. And I do the, I do a weekly for every sign and a monthly for every sign. And I tell you, I love it. Like I just love doing the readings because the thing is that you don't have somebody there. I do personal readings too, which is mm -hmm. a little bit different because somebody's asking questions, but when you're doing a, 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 just an open general reading for a sign, you're, you don't know. It's like, it mm -hmm. won't resonate with everybody, of course. But, and you want everybody to have a wonderful reading. Like mm -hmm. you want it to be unicorns and rainbows. You really do. And there's sometimes when there's terror moments and things happening. Yeah. And it's like, and that's, but that's life. That's what life unfortunately is. Yeah. It's all these, you know, these lessons and things that we have to go through. So it's really, it's like kind of counseling and like saying what's going on and, and, you know, say, okay, but there's a light at, at the tunnel here. Like, but this is what you need to do. You mm -hmm. need to keep your energies balanced. You need to keep your energies high because if you're in, you're in, you're in these low energies of doubt and regret and sadness and that that's where exactly where you're going to stay mm -hmm. and you're not going to manifest the things you really want.
So it is really about that. So I feel really good about doing this. So that's been growing. I've been doing personal readings as well, which is always beautiful. I love, I love helping somebody. Yeah. And some people come in and they don't bother really say anything. They'll give me a thing and they'll I'll be like, and they're just being really quiet because they yeah. want to see, are, are, yeah. is this can real really, or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you really do and it? And I'm like reading the cards and they're like, oh my God. I'm like, this is what, this is what's happening. I'm not, you know, I'm not psychic trying to make up things in my mm-hmm. mind. The cards come out in a certain way. And this is, and how, and that certain cards have many different meanings, mm-hmm. but still the way they're with other cards and et cetera, and then in their placements. And I don't do a regular like Celtic placements in that. I do mm-hmm. much more, uh, almost free form. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of what I enjoy because I've watched many different tarot readers and, and some do use Celtic and other forms and others are free form and everyone does it differently. Mm-hmm. But the stories, it's interesting when you watch a lot of different tarot readers, like say for your sign at the time, the ones you gravitate towards, their energies, what they're saying is pretty much the same, pretty much spot on. It's, it's bizarre. It's like they're pretty much telling you the same story. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So if you ever do that, look at it like, you know, and, and you'll, you'll gravitate to it. You'll like kind of know if this is the person for you or not. It's just weird. You just kind of know. So, but if you, if it's someone that you feel like you gravitate, you're watching your sign and then you watch another one, you feel like you gravitate, you watch, they're pretty much almost about the same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, I, do you do, um, do you do like Skype? Stuff? I do. I do. Um, for my, for, um, personal readings, I have people, of course, you know, come here at the house if they're mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they're in the U S or Canada or somewhere where I can FaceTime, then I'll do that. I haven't really gotten to the Skype thing. Mm-hmm. Um, FaceTime, I can, yeah, I can do WhatsApp too. Okay. WhatsApp is also works. So that way it makes it more general for the worldwide. I'm mm-hmm. trying to stick for the FaceTime, just kind of U S Canada, because mm-hmm. you start going to like, you know, Dubai, then it's a time shift. Yeah. Like, when am I going to be doing this reading three in the morning? Three in the morning. You know, so that makes it a little bit different. Just getting up. Yeah. So I can do a taped reading for you. You can ask me the questions and then I'll do a taped okay. reading. That's fine. But yeah, it's to try to do it because you're, you're dealing with the world market. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you got to remember that even if you're going to porn, you were dealing with a world. Market. Yeah. 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 You got to translate. Well, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. Cause, um, you've, you, your spiritual side and you've gotten metaphysical. You've gotten like, yeah. do you, I think right around the time I turned 30, I started thinking about, uh, one moment in particular where I was taking a nap and I woke up and uh, I said to myself, yeah, one day I will never wake up. Have you had like moments like that where you, you know, you realize your mortality or you've, you've embraced the human you know, condition. Um, it's interesting because you know, that's, that's always a story like, you know, um, one of the psychic, uh, psychology, psychology, psychology things that they do mm-hmm. is one of those tests is like picture yourself in a white room with no windows or doors. How do you feel? That's basically the test for death, like how you feel about death. Hmm. And some people feel anxious, then you know they're not, like, I always felt very comfortable yeah. with it. I think because that makes me feel peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's, okay, cool. It's, yeah. So the thing is, it's like, for me, because, yeah, the only thing I I, I hate pain. I hate pain, like not being able to, that just drives me crazy. Yeah. But the, I, the death, not an issue for me because I know that my spirit will live on Mm -hmm. like this particular shell will be gone and we were you know we're here for many different incarnations right now like there's a there's a big struggle energetically going on right now this is a big shifting year coming up Mm -hmm. this is actually really important year so and the funny thing you can really see it playing out on the world stage yeah it's it's i don't even and then there you know people like doubt this they doubt well the energies and and like angels and everything else Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it like i call it the universe i don't call it god because god to me has too many 
uh, shit attached to it to like yeah. Catholic churches and that and the patriarch and it, it, the control mechanisms. Mm -hmm. So, but these things exist. There's all these spiritual realms. We live in multiverses, multi dimensions. And this is what science is saying. Mm -hmm. So this isn't just me and yeah. like the ethereal. This is science. Um, you know, the poles are shifting. It could be measured. The, um, the magnetic spheres are changing and letting more, more, uh, sun rays in, mm -hmm. which is actually just communication, more light rays. So, and light is very interesting itself. Light does a lot of things. Everything is energy. Everything. This yeah. table, me, you, it's all atoms spinning. It is all illusion. Yeah, it's, it's just energy. Yeah. It's and then, all illusion. Yeah. It's absolutely right. And the, the Schumann resonance, which is the vibration of the earth, has been going up and spiking. The energy of the earth is actually rising. And that's what we're doing now, too. This is the whole point. That's why you're seeing all this like fucking crazy shit on the mm -hmm. whole stage. Yeah. You're seeing everything that's being exposed that has been wrong. I mean, you really, every time yeah. you go, it's like this, that, well, feel it. Do, 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 do. like anything in your life, people have been going through shifts. People have been like everything. People moving. Huh. You just ask people. They're like, what do you mean? They're like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is a really important time. So I opened this channel because I also wanted to help other people mm -hmm. through that. I wanted to help them get through these times, too. And to me, this is really important. It's a really important work is giving back. So now when you, uh, when someone's looking for you, right, where, where are they going to go to look for you? Um, if they just go to YouTube, just put in Adam Keith, mm -hmm. I should pop right up. And then my email is there. Mm -hmm. It's on, it's either in my description box on, in the videos, or you can go on the YouTube page and in my, the about section, there's the email, mm -hmm. my, you know, about the fees and that for the thing. But if you just go into Adam Keith YouTube, you can watch the videos, the, the free videos, yeah. the monthly and the weekly. You have a good following too. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's picking up. I mean, it's, yeah. it's over a thousand. It's like let's say it's about eleven hundred, which mm -hmm. is interesting because it's not as big as a following in some of the other things. Like when you take your clothes yeah, off, well, you get something to put your yeah, I mean, you know, my you yeah. know, I do. I make documentaries and stuff on the side, <laughs> and I'm trying to help the world. And my following is like thirty seven in my you know in my my moonlighting job. <laughs> In my poor job, I'm up to like 27, which yeah. is still nothing because I haven't taken any clothes off. Right. Uh, I, there are That's models that I... Yeah, well, I mean, I think... Well, I, I've been doing it for right, a minute, a so I feel like you know, when I say <laughs> I've been helping you get off, I've definitely <laughs> helped people get off. Uh, for me, it's it's not about the director. It's not about the producer. Yes, we're putting it together. Mm -hmm. We're making sure stuff happens. You guys are feeling comfortable and stuff. You guys are hitting it out of the park. This is this is therapy as well. It is. Like oh, you are God, you are providing yeah. such a service. It is to people. Is. You know they're paying for it, but they're also it's just like body work. It's just mm -hmm. like anything else. Um, it's psychology. It's, yeah. it's, you know, I, they're, they're having a good time. They're enjoying yeah. themselves. I, people say, I was just thinking of them. I'm like, were you touching yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just thinking you about you. Yeah. There, um, there is, yeah. um, there's something to be said about, uh, the work that we do. And I think it's being taken a little more serious. No. Um, the more we get into it and, and the more uh, mainstream it is. Hey, I think, I think yeah, again, like I provided, because people are like, oh, you know, some people, you know, very few people now, but, you know, people did think of like porn, blah, 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 like, mm -hmm. oh, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Honey, how many people have you made happy today? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> That's a good way to look at Seriously, it. Seriously. How many yeah. people have you made happy today? How yeah. many people have been been in, a, in ecstasy and, and happy? Yeah. How many people I've, have you made that? Really, tell me. Yeah. I've had, you know, I have friends <laughs> that work in uh, government jobs. I have friends that work in all this stuff. And, uh, 
for a long time, they looked down on me because of the fact of, of what I did. But I'm like, dude, I'm traveling. I'm not, you know, yeah. I, I'm not a model per se, but I'm traveling. I'm meeting a whole bunch of people. I'm having a good time. Do you travel for work? No, you're probably just stuck yeah. in an office. And, you know, that's probably working for you, but don't pass judgment on shit like that. Yeah. And I'm sure, that's and the, cool. these are the same people that would come to the office mm. and ask for free DVDs whenever <laughs> they could. So, you know, you're, you're doing just the same thing. You might not think it's the same thing, yeah. but you're, you're partaking in the entire, uh, structure of this. You know, you are, you are a consumer, if anything. Yeah. What do you expect from the new year? Oh my God. Um, since this next big change just happened really over the Gemini full moon, which happened on December 12th, um, I, you know, I told you about my tower moment earlier today <laughs> and, uh, getting through that. I, I really do think this is going to be very transformational. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I just feel that things are going to open up. I, th I think it is. And I always I tell people, this is like the people that have been doing the work on themselves whether it be spiritual or whatever, if you've been working on yourself in some mm -hmm. capacity or working at something in a good way mm -hmm. for the benefit of more of the general public. And because you have some people are very selfish and that's never going to, that's going to play out nowadays. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have an easier time in 2020. It can it probably be a very transformational time for you. Um, the world stage is going to be a bit of a mess mm -hmm. where, where you know, the, the, good, the better energies are, are gaining ground now, but and it may not look like that, but mm -hmm. they are. Um, but if people are resisting, resisting the change, uh, res resisting, you know, things, you, you see all this racism, racism, mm -hmm. racism coming up and, and all this stuff about people can, can control everything and about, you know, these billionaires taking all the money and mm -hmm. then that's, that's, um, there's going to be lots of tower moments. It's going to be a lot of change and you're, it's not going to be that good. You're going to have your own tower moments. Now they're all playing their part. Everyone here is playing their part. Donald Trump is playing his part, even though he doesn't know it. Okay. He was the catalyst for a lot of things mm -hmm. to get things exposed. Mm -hmm. He is a savior. No, he's an egotistical liar, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but everyone's playing their part and everyone here is to go up in vibration. Everybody has that ability. Everybody is supposed to. So no one's like, you know, completely evil. People can have times where they're like, Oh my God. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I see the light now. Truly see the light, not bullshit. Like yeah. blah, blah, blah. And for those who don't, are going to wind up going to jail and things like that. And things are going to be happening. They may eventually, you know, wake up because they're going to be going through their tower moments and others will not. They'll be mirrored in, in this lower vibrational energy. But the, the, the energy of, of the masses is changing. We're going to the age of Aquarius. Yeah. It's about the people. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeez. My God. Um, I've taken up a good amount of your time. I absolutely <laughs> no, but I, 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 Always, always love talking to you. I'm glad that we got to sit down and do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys, if you want to look look for Adam Russo, you can look for Adam Russo, but you can look for Adam <laughs> Keith. I think Adam Keith has got a lot he's offering yeah. to the world right this now. Is, this is the, the new new Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, 3.0, 4.0. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can find him on um, YouTube under Adam Keith. Um, do you have a Twitter page for Adam Keith? I, uh, I do, but I don't really use it right now. Okay. I'm going to be using it later. There is one there. Um, I, the Adam Russo Twitter is used more often. And okay. I do have an Instagram, and that is I am Adam Keith, and that's my Instagram. Uh, so, but I, you know, again, I post the uploads for the weeklies, and occasionally I give you like a shirtless photo. You mm -hmm. know, like you know, yeah, gotta feed the need. Yeah, gotta of course. Feed the need, you know? <laughs> Too funny. 
Um, yeah, so you can you can find him on YouTube. You can find him on Instagram. Uh, you can still find him on Twitter under his other name if you yes. want to. <laughs> you know, if you want his help in a different way. Yeah, but, if you um, want the just for fans. Yeah, and you that's the Twitter, right. Just for fans. Go to, go to the Adam Russo Triple yeah. X, and it'll all be there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, guys, if you like what we're doing here, uh, again, you can find this podcast on any directory. Uh, that has podcasts, uh, Pandora, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, all that fun stuff. You can also see it on YouTube. Uh, wherever you go, though, rate it, click subscribe, show us that you you like what we're doing here, uh, which is demystifying gay porn and talking to models and, you know, just, just seeing the other side of what they're giving you. Uh, and you know, if you consume one part of it, you should be able to consume the other part and enjoy it. Uh, once again, my name is IK Grande. I've been your host, uh, special, special thanks to my guest, Adam Keith. And, um, if you've watched gay porn in the past 12 years, I've definitely helped to get off. <laughs> and so is he. <laughs> Cheers. Take care. <laughs>